Hi, welcome to the Lima Reads podcast. This is where you can hear from Lima Public Library staff about our all-time favorite authors and stories and what we're currently reading. You may also hear news about the library and our community. Hi guys, it's Danny. I hope you had a fantastic 4th of July. Uh, we took a little break last weekend because of the holiday, but I'm back today and I've got several different recommendations for you. All of my recommendations today are sort of chiclet mysteries. Um, by that me- I mean that they aren't very gory. They're not super twisty in their plot. Um, they're light sort of beach reads. They definitely have a mystery to them, but uh, they aren't going to like leave you questioning what's going on 100% of the time. A lot of the focus is on the character development, which is awesome from my perspective. So all of my recommendations today are from some of my favorite authors of all time. The first one is Meg Cabot, who is probably the most famous for her Princess Diaries series, which is aimed at tweens and teens and was turned into a movie series through Disney. Um, But she actually does write several series for adults as well. And I just, I adore her sense of humor. She's fantastic. So the series is uh, the Heather Wells Mysteries. The first title in that series is Size 12 is Not Fat. So basically this storyline follows Heather Wells, a former pop sensation singer who's kind of come down in the world. Her career, for singing anyway, is kind of in the toilet. She's just been left by her fiancé very publicly um, due to his cheating with another pop star. And she's had to move in with her fiancé's brother, who's a P.I., and um, she's got a great new job, and she's very optimistic. She's not wallowing at all, and she's working as a residence hall director at New York College. And uh, the real driving force behind this position for her is that she's going to get free tuition after the first six months of her employment. She'll be able to take any classes that she wants to get her degree, something she was never able to do because of her mother's ambitions for her career. But of course, that same mother has absconded with all of her money that she earned throughout her pop sensation days. And so Heather Wells is just kind of, she's dealing. She's had a rough life, but she's getting through it. She's got a plan for the future. And then she gets dropped into this sort of mystery. So students in her residence hall, not dormitory, but residence hall, these students are uh, becoming injured or in some cases dead due to elevator surfing which is when uh people ride on the tops of elevators in the shaft not actually inside of the elevator but on top of it and she just heather cannot get over this idea that the students that she is seeing as the victims are just not people who would go elevator surfing they're smarter than that and so something else must be up she's got no background in investigations but she definitely digs in she really cares about the students that she's working to protect and um, she's got a great cast of supporting characters along the way and what I love about this series is that that supporting set of characters follows her through every single book in the series so you get attached to them as well as to the main character and um, Heather is just a really impressive sort of person to me 
I I think a lot of authors would have developed this character and had her wallowing in her misery like woe is me all of these terrible things have happened ho-hum my world sucks but Meg Cabot has taken these terrible set of circumstances and made a character who's really just accepting of what's happened and is dedicated to moving beyond it which I love about her The next book that I would recommend is uh, by a lesser-known author named Gemma Halliday. This book is called Hollywood Scandals, and it's about a tabloid writer in Los Angeles, and her name is Tina, and she's been writing about starlets and all of the, you know, trashy tabloid things that you would expect from Hollywood, and she's recently been receiving... threatening messages about herself uh somebody is telling her if you don't stop writing about me bad things are going to happen and so tina is dedicated to continuing on the path that she is she loves her job and is going to get it done but of course she also takes her safety very seriously so she hires a bodyguard and um she's trying to investigate you know what has she uncovered that somebody is so upset about that they are willing to threaten real physical harm for her And what does that mean for her career? So this particular story is fairly short. And um, I think just it's it's funny. It's lighthearted. Not super serious. You'll get through it very quickly. Perfect for spending time reading at the beach or on a park bench. An excellent summer choice. And my final book recommendation is from Shannon Hale, who's actually a children's book author who has just really two adult titles. The first one is called Austin Land, which is an amazing book, but it's not my recommendation today. Uh, And then the sequel to that, which is my recommendation, is called Midnight in Austin Land. So Austin Land is this estate where wealthy people can go to experience the world as Jane Austen's characters would have experienced it. So they get up in the fancy dress and the etiquette of the Regency era, and they spend a couple of weeks living that way. And they have this sort of, not really scripted, but it's plotted out, a romance with one of the actors that the estate has hired. So our main character for Midnight in Austin Land is named Charlotte, and Charlotte is a fairly wealthy, uh, recently divorced mother of two, and um, her husband has just uh, been caught cheating on her, and so she divorced him, but her children are spending the summer with him and his new girl, and so Charlotte is kind of at odds. She's trying to figure out who she is without her children being with her 24-7, and as a newly single person and she's really not sure who that is so she decides to get away from it all really travel a little and she winds up in austin land this austin land uh is a little bit different than the one that we saw in the original story which by the way was turned into a movie but the austin land that we find in the second book is Still operating, but you can tell there's a little wear and tear to the estate. Everything is really fancy, but you can kind of see like some of the shine has worn off just a bit. And 
mostly that is because of the estate owner's husband. He's a gambler, a womanizer, just an all-around not fantastic person. But Charlotte, um, I mean, she doesn't get along with him. She, in fact, really dislikes him. But she is bound and determined to enjoy herself. And she does, for the most part. Um, she's not really into the whole plot of having a romance, though she she establishes some relationships with the other characters, which are really touching. In particular, there is a young starlet who is recovering from substance abuse, and she's going through withdrawal, and has decided that becoming a character in this Austin land is a better way for her to deal with her abuse of a substance rather than just sitting in a recovery center and just doing the same thing over and over again and being very cliche. So she's gotten out of the limelight and is a recovering addict and she and Charlotte just established this fantastic connection. I love it. But she also establishes a connection with the actor who is uh, slated to be her brother in the story and he's very protective of her as any brother in the Regency era would be. And um, you can just kind of see with him he sort of gets out of character a time or two and it's really touching to watch the two characters together and sort of the discoveries they make in each other. So um, aside from the interactions between the characters, there is a mystery. Uh, and this story, if you're familiar at all with Jane Austen, this one is kind of got the tone of Northanger Abbey. So um, it's dark and stormy and sort of creepy and you don't necessarily know if there's actually something wrong but you think maybe there is uh, but you have a hard time convincing other people that there is in fact something going on so this story is just a great uh sort of nod to Northanger Abbey if you enjoyed that story this one is definitely one I'd pick up the this is probably the most serious of today's recommendations so if you are looking for something with a little more meat this one might be the way to go but i love the resolution of this story um it's really great it also doesn't take very long to read uh it it might be a little more depth to it than my other two recommendations but it's still at its core a lighter mystery so those are my three recommendations for today and I should be back next week with a guest hopefully but until then be sure to get in your summer reading program forms. You have until July 28th to put in those entries to win one of our fabulous prizes. I hope you have an excellent weekend. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Lima Reads. Keep the conversation going by commenting on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Lima Public Library. 